0: Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning?
1: Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Great, Russell. How are you?
0: I'm good, thanks. Praise my God for that. Thank you.
1: Praise God.
2: Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone.
0: We say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for today, for a new day and for this opportunity to spend time with you. That personal invitation that you give each of us, speaking to us in our hearts, calling us by name, individually, personally. To come and spend this time with you, to be with you. To bask in that aura of your light and to receive from you, Father. We thank you for the powerful teaching last night on our word and how to speak that word. That it is your breath that goes along with your word. And that is what constitutes a proclamation which will bring manifestation. We thank you, Father, that we are able to take hold of your word and you have given us authority to command.
2: We thank you, Father. For every life that is benefiting from this teaching today. The teaching of how to proclaim. The power of proclamation. And we thank you
0: Lord. For every grace that you are able to make. And redirect and abound towards us. That fills us up. In every area of our life that we are short. And your hand is not short to redeem. You pour your peace and your joy into our hearts as well, Father. We thank you for blessing us with that peace and with that joy, which only you can give and no one can take away. And This morning, we want to share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those home prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all those that are called Christians by your name and have yet to know you personally, have not known you. And with all those that do not want to know you, that have willfully gone away from you. Quicken them, O oh Father in their hearts, that the truth might be revealed to them, and that truth shall set them free, their hearts be turned towards you and their steps reordered around to come back into your house. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, Father, the name of the one who is the lifter of men, the one who is ever faithful, the one who does not change and that is why we are not destroyed, the one who is faithful to his covenant. He upholds his end of that bargain no matter what we do here. The Elohim Adonai. The one whose love for us never changes. The one who leads us by the way we should go. He is the preserver of men. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son the one who taught us faith, the one who gave of his everything, including the last drop of his blood to establish that new covenant wherewith we are
2: able to be saved, the blood covenant,
0: the Lion of Judah, the Lord, our redemption, the one who is our daily bread, the word himself through which our spirit is fed, the bridge back to the Father. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the Holy Spirit, the presence of God in the midst of his people living in us and with us. Emmanuel in the true sense. The one who has made his tabernacle within our bodies. The one who gives life to our mortal body. Who raises us from a situation of sin and death to that of victory in the spirit. A resurrection. That we are able to live that resurrected life in accordance with and in line with the will of the Father, as mentioned in His Word. We are able to walk according to His principles that the Holy Spirit teaches us, so that we can then proclaim and we can command, we can order abundance back into our lives, recognizing and remembering that we are the stewards of the earth. We have been given charge over the earth. And Jesus came to remind us and said we could use the authority of his name. That name that has authority over the entire universe, including the earth. So that this time the authority can no longer be stolen from us. Because we are only stewards of that authority. We thank you, Father, that you reveal to us newer secrets every single day. We thank you, Lord, for that gift of your word where we keep on studying and as we study, your spirit speaks to us when we commit to know you more. And the more we know you, the more we come closer to you, the more we spend time with you, the more we commune with you, the stronger our spirit gets being fed by your spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels and destiny help us. That every challenge that faces us These are the helping hands that you have provided. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with family, with friends that represent your love, your care for us. That unconditional love who stand by us even in times when we are wrong. We thank you, Lord, that you provide the food on our table and you establish the work of our hands. That we do not have to go without food that we do not have to face the harsh environment outside. We thank you that we are able to use the blood of Jesus as our hedge of protection. That no evil can come and touch us when we understand the mystery of how that bloodline around us works. We thank you, Lord, that you said you would never leave us, that you will always be with us, even unto the end of time thank you, Jesus.
2: And today we reflect
0: on the word, the devourer, in the, in the word as mentioned in Malachi chapter 3. The Lord said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Today let's look at the role of this devourer and how to stop his attack on our lives malachi chapter 3 or read from verse 6 to 12 it's important to start from verse 6 to understand it better so what's written there for i am the lord i do not change but remain faithful to my covenant with you and that is why you o sons of jacob Have not come to an end. Yet from the days of your fathers. You have turned away from my statutes and ordinances. And have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you. Says the Lord of hosts. But you say, how shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings, the ones you have withheld. You are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, this whole nation. Okay, let's stop there for now. So we see that he says, the people have turned away from his ordinances, from his instructions. Basically, the patterns that he has set up for us to follow. We are disobeying them and not just now, it has been so for generations. So that has become like a tradition, a culture for us, which we probably subconsciously following. It is time to question and assess whether what we are doing by way of culture and tradition is of alignment with what God has set as an instruction for us. And we'll come back to these verses later. And then he talks about the tithes and offerings, which are his system of increase. But he says, you have robbed me and so are cursed. And so what's the solution to it? Let's read further from verse 10 onwards. He says, bring all the tithes, the 10th part into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. And test me now in this. This is the only place in the Bible where God says, test me now, try and see if this will not happen. Test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out to you so great a blessing until there is no more room to receive it. Then I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. So he's going to pour the blessing first and then rebuke the devourer so that the blessing cannot be devoured. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake and he will not destroy the fruits of the ground. Nor will your wine in the field drop its fruit before harvest, says the Lord of hosts. All nations shall call you happy and blessed. For you shall be a land of delight, says the Lord of hosts. A modern-day version of that verse 11 would probably be something like this, where he would say, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake so that he cannot destroy your profits. He cannot eat up your savings. He cannot damage, let alone destroy. He cannot damage your investments. He cannot steal your health that you would have to spend too much money on the doctors or on medicine." And then all the people around you will be amazed at the favor that rests on your life. Praise God. And let that be the case for every believer in the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group in the name of Jesus. Amen, Father. Let it be so. So what does the devourer do then? He eats away your savings through emergencies through unwanted and unplanned expenses and ensures that you cannot save for your future or you cannot invest your income. He steals your health and 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 eats up any of your resources that you may have so that the bottom line is you cannot prosper. Is that happening in your life today? Now, let's look at what else the Bible says about the devourer. Haggai chapter 1 verses 5 and 6 it says, Consider your ways and thoughtfully reflect on your conduct. You have planted much, but you harvest little. You eat, but you do not have enough to drink. Sorry, you eat, but you do not have enough. You drink, but you do not have enough to be intoxicated. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm enough. And he who earns wages, earns them just to put them in a bag with holes in it. Because God has withheld his blessings. So we see the same again here. It's a different way of how he's put the work of the devourer. It does look like the work of the devourer. But what's the cause here again? He's saying consider your ways and thoughtfully reflect your conduct. So again, the cause is disobedience. Not following his statutes, ordinances and instructions. Now, let's look at another popular section of scripture. and Brother Vivek, uh, Brother Vivek reflected on this shortly yesterday as well. Deuteronomy chapter 8, oh, sorry, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 15 onwards. And I'm not going to read all of those curses that are mentioned there in the interest of time. The key is, verse 15, where he said, If you do not listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God, and being careful to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I, Moses, am giving or commanding you today, then all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Now that overtaking or overwhelming in our lives is where it becomes more destructive. So again, all those curses that follow after that verse, those again are the works of the devourer. Overtaking, overwhelming, destroying, so that the person does not prosper. Another scripture, Jeremiah 5, verse 17, where he talks about a nation that will come and attack. And he says, They will devour your harvests and food. They will devour your sons and daughters. They will devour your flocks and herds. Devour your vines and fig trees. With the sword, they will destroy the fortified cities in which you trust. So it's again, in a way, the work of the devourer. Here he's talking about eating up your belongings and your family. One more scripture, Job 18, verse 13, where he says, It eats away parts of the... It eats away parts of his skin. Death's firstborn devours his limbs. So the devourer can destroy health as well. So we've seen belongings, family and health.
2: Is that happening
0: in your life? Look closely. And evaluate it again. You must identify it early. Before it causes irreversible damage. And if you are in the middle of it. Then you know exactly what it means. And I understand it. Because I have been there. Anything and everything you do. Fails. It is time to look back and evaluate what is happening in our lives. The devourer's job is to eat it all up. Why or when can he do it? When we are disobedient, when we do not follow God's instruction, and when we are not givers. As soon as you see it, ask yourself those questions then. Have I disobeyed God in any way? Which of his instructions have I not followed? Have I promised something and not done it? It is time to come back to him in surrender and ask him to show you where the gaps are. And he will show. It is time to ask for forgiveness. And to correct our ways. Remember in the verses that we looked earlier... In Haggai chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, where verse 5 started with, Consider your ways and thoughtfully reflect on your conduct. That is exactly what we are called to do. Now, there are two ways in which this destruction can happen one is the devourer because of our disobedience, the other is the devil. He can attack in the same way as well, producing the same kind of destruction. But he needs our permission to do so. We see a very classic example mentioned in the book of Job. Satan asked God for permission. In our circumstance, he needs our permission. So if you see destruction happening in your life and you cannot identify the areas of disobedience, you have to parallelly then consider an evil attack, a spiritual attack on you. Check if you have somehow given him permission knowingly or subconsciously. His job is to steal, so more often than not he will try to come secretively without you realizing that you have given him permission. It is time to look back on any of our own conduct, our own behavior, to see some things that we may have knowingly or unknowingly done that have allowed Satan into the house, To bring about destruction. More often than not. He will only look at destroying people. That have some potential. Of rising in the kingdom. He evaluates the worth. Of a person in the kingdom. Before attacking them. So know. That when you see that kind of attack. If it is not the devourer. Then there is something. That you are doing in the kingdom. That is, causing an up, that is causing an upheaval in Satan's system. To check if you have given him permission in any way. And then we have learned yesterday that we have the authority and we can speak. We can command. Use that authority to speak, to proclaim. And to call judgment. Judgment that has already been written in the book. So there are only two of those things to check. And if it is the devil, you need deliverance and you need the word of God. But now let's focus on the devourer side of it for today's topic. Do you see the connection now with where we started Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 and 7? Disobedience. and you know how to stop the devourer in your life. Obedience to God's word is one way, and tithing is also a solution, especially because the major way in which the devourer impacts people's lives is by breaking the backbone of their finances. Tithing stops and plugs that financial drain. You will not destroy the fruits of the ground, nor your wine in the field will drop its fruit before harvest. That's what verse 11 says. That is, your projects will be completed through to successful results. They will not abort or fail midway or before time. And you will receive the results and the outcome of your hard work. No one can steal it from you. That is what God means by when he says, I will rebuke, first he says, I will open the floodgates of heaven and pour and fill, pour a blessing, fill your storehouse, but at the same time, I will rebuke the devourer so that the holes in your bag will be plugged. That holes which Haggai was talking about in Haggai 1,
2: for those that earn wages. And then no one can steal it from you. It's a simple system, but when we understand it and we are able to use it, how it works,
0: only God knows that, but you will see the effect of it in your life. And it's important to remember, especially in tithing, that when we are tithing, we are not giving to man, we are giving back to God, who in the first place has empowered us to earn that income. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for the grace of discernment for each of us. Help us identify the devourer in our lives and use the key that you have given us to stop him from eating into our abundance. I ask for that edification in our spirit today, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, I also pray, we also pray for our physical, for our temporal needs. For all the requests that have been mentioned on our prayer group, we pray in a special way for those that are battling sickness and disease. For those that are hospitalized today, for all families that are embattled, some are estranged. Some live under the same roof and yet there is division in that family, Father. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Limitations of slavery and bondage that have kept them yoked to the ground. We cover each of these in every family and every member of every family of the Brisbane Prayer Group by your precious blood, Jesus. So that when we cross that blood, the chasing Egyptian must drown in it. Every chasing problem must drown in it. And your people saved as soon as we believe in you. We plead your blood, Lord, so that your advocacy over our life takes over. And it is through that advocacy that grace is released upon us. A grace that brings us up to speed against the law so that the law, when when we are judged by that law, we are deemed righteous through your righteousness, Jesus. We thank you for that. We put on our angels and we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. We call the angels of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm from sin, from danger, from accident, from injury, from pilfering, from theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus over each member of every family of this prayer group. We pray also for
2: our own personal needs and those of our families. And in a special
0: way for those members of our families that have not yet been saved. That have not yet encountered you, Lord, in that way, that personal way, where they decide to give their heart to you. They have not received their salvation. Quicken them, O Lord, and draw them unto you. For unless you draw them unto you, they cannot come. Only your sheep hear your voice.
2: Let their hearts be turned, Lord,
0: that they might become your sheep. And everyone that then calls on your name shall be delivered, shall not end up in shame. Father, we thank you that as we raise our prayer at the altar at your tabernacle, you hear us. And you always hear us. And when we release our faith, You've said when two of you agree on something, as touching on something, my Father in heaven will do it for you. We come in agreement with each other for all the personal prayer requests that have been raised in our hearts. We hold the horns of your tabernacle, Father, for the ones that are challenging in particular, the ones where the devourer has attacked.
2: And we plead your mercy over them, Lord the
0: ocean of your mercy. That you are unchangeable, that you will not destroy the children of your inheritance. And as we cover them in the precious blood of Jesus, we come in agreement and we believe, Lord, that they are saved, that you have forgiven, and that you have blessed with renewal, with restoration. You have rebuked the devourer in their lives today. And let that renewal and transformation start immediately. Let it start with our repentance and our surrender to God so that when we surrender to Him, everything must be renewed in accordance with Romans 8, verse 28. We join our spirit with yours, Lord, to be one spirit in prayer as we pray for ourselves and intercede for others with Him. He, knowing that He intercedes on our behalf as well, That prayer that we make with him is under an open heaven, released in faith. It must be an answered prayer. It cannot fail. This is our faith, Father, and we release that faith today. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of tongues to release your tongue and your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Make sure you are asking for the right intercession. The gift of tongues is for intercession, is not as a matter of pride that we add it as a medal on our chest. Let us pray with the right intention, then he answers. Just as James says in the book of James, chapter one. Let us now pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. <clears throat> Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
1: Thank you, Holy Spirit.
0: Shanda
1: khana ya hasa rakiya ya rajala ra da
0: da
1: da da Shanda papa pia
0: di Chandra kada dia, sarat rodiya, sarat darah prata kayaan, naraian jala daraba. Chandra kala maba
1: piaasa, ambra siriya,
0: sarat kada dia, chandra
1: kula nambra sata kada
0: dia. Neka papa piaasa, magaras kala maba piaasa, sarat kada
1: dia, chandra piaasa,
0: sarat kada dia, papa piaasa, sarat Santa Ricasta da 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 da
1: Shandamas so,
0: get Todd,
1: a briar, numbrun de Brastia, Nana
0: papa, has
1: Kirian la sadar katiya, Salaranto Prastara
0: sadar katiya, sadar katiya, sadar and sadar katiya,
1: sadar
0: katiya, sadar katiya, sadar katiya, sadar katiya, sadar katiya, sha
1: la ba sha da
0: ke te ya sha de ke te sha la ra da
1: ya e la bo ro ste re je te de te ke de
0: ke te ko Cinta papat papat saat terkata, cinta papat papat di atas angkatan di atas
1: angkatan
0: di di Mambrosi la take a
1: ticket, Papa <that> well- in
0: the Ambrositia and Arabrasata Catechis Barra da 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 Raccatorian jada
1: brasta, de
0: and jala
1: Cateoian <laughs> 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 Catabrasta of Arangel
0: and related Dia da da
1: da
0: da 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 la da Mambroske
1: la da la
0: da 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 Papa is <laughs> sanda papa pia sanda papa Catabraciantara, Lady Asa Brontelor, it's a Papa da 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 da
1: Santa Kiyas de Jelia
0: Dastarajaladanta Rekaya Rabba Barascianta, Puraske de Brasteanta, Nariangeloro, Sede de Dedicate, Lambarasa Fadianto, Korokea Dasta,
1: Santa Papa Narianta, Laraskelara, Barri and Jaladaba
0: in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
1: Scriptures that that's been given to me this morning is from Philippians two, three to eight. Do nothing from selfishness or conceit, but in humility, count others better than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which was in Christ Jesus who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. Amen. Thank
2: you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
0: We have a request for prayer that has been mentioned in in a personal chat to me one of the attendees where he has asked to pray for his healing in his body and his workplace issue to be resolved. And the first thing for us to do is believe. Believe that we have received that solution already, Mark eleven twenty four. 24. Father, we take authority over this situation in his life and seated in authority with Jesus in the high places above every other principality and power. And he gave us permission to use the authority of his name. So in the authority of his name, we speak over the life of this brother. Jesus suffered every stripe and wound on himself. He took every curse that was on your life on himself. So that through his blood, healing was released. We plead that same blood of Jesus over your life, brother. through his blood and through that blood covenant that he established. We rebuke, we curse and we bind every spirit of infirmity over your life. We command it be uprooted completely from that body and from that soul including the thoughts and be cast out into the lake of fire and sulfur. We lose the healing that comes out of that blood covenant for you. You will receive it if you are willing to believe in the blood of Jesus and believe that you are healed already. You have to declare that over your life you are healed already. No matter what the doctor's report says or any other kind of negative thoughts of doubt and fear come in your mind, you will not change this statement or the belief in your heart. When you believe in your heart and you confess with your lips, That Jesus Christ is Lord and because of that you are healed. Nobody can steal that healing from you. Likewise, the issue in your workplace as well. We plead the spirit of the Lord. It is upon your every person that is involved in whatever issue that is there in your workplace. And it is through that anointing, the Lord himself has set you free. Father, in the name of Jesus, let that workplace issue be turned around to become in his favor. That Romans 8.28 be acted in his life today. That his faith, the measure of faith be given to him and let that shoot through the roof. That his faith fail not. We pray as well today, Father, that it stands tall. And whatever the challenge in his life, Lord, let that be turned around for his good. On his behalf, we ask for forgiveness, we ask for mercy, for all the failures to obey your laws, your statutes, for all the disobedience, for all the rebellion, for any which way that he has failed your system, Lord, your law. We ask for the grace, we ask for forgiveness, for mercy, and we ask for the grace to bring him up to speed. That his life be turned around, that this life be saved, and that he gives his heart to you this day. For your kingdom, Father, we make that prayer in the name of Jesus and we release it in our faith
2: together. And we say, Amen.
1: Amen. We come in a prayer of agreement, Russell. Thank you,
0: Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this healing. If anyone else is receiving a word from the Lord, Any scripture that you are being inspired about, please share it in the chat. Praise the Lord for his good, his mercy endures forever. Amen. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day, including this life that we have just prayed for. So that as we are blessed, let us go out and share our testimony, carry the gospel of God and be a blessing to everyone around us. But before we conclude, there is another scripture that we have received in the chat. This is from Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 where it is written for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Amen. Thank you Jesus. Be blessed everyone and have a wonderful weekend ahead. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God bless, God bless everyone. Thanks. Thank you,
2: Russell. Thank, Thank you, 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 everyone.